The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer and sports talk, and a whole lot more. Episode 323 on this 14th day of August. 2023 tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for a bunch of great articles and other great podcasts, such as the Crap Brood Podcast and the Corner Booth Podcast. Uh, listen to those guys uh, after this and us, obviously. And thank you for making us a part of your day and uh, your weeks and everything else going on throughout the summer. Dave, it is hotter like we we i i hate doing it because it's it's so cookie cutter the way we always end up doing it but it's hotter than the surface of the fucking sun i I didn't mean to to swear that early in the show but it's it is hot here in sunny southern alberta i had some office work to do today so i was in the office for a good chunk of time went out of the office at about one o'clock and i thought i got a teleportal onto the surface of fucking mercury it was that hot. Uh, it's not supposed to be that hot. I, 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 for our American friends, 98 today on August 14th. That's not normal. No, we're, we're usually uh, dropping down to the uh, mid 80s <laughs> and everything else, or 20 degrees. And then at night, it drops down to sometimes 10, not 9, 10 degrees, which is, I don't know, 30, 40 degrees down in, or in uh, Fahrenheit there. But yeah, it is just smoking hot. I was talking to my sister this morning and her brother out in Vancouver Island. My, my, my mom's going out there Wednesday, and it is just as hot out there. It's never that hot out there, ever. I lived out there. Yeah. I don't recall it being this hot. So, t- I don't ever recall. I wasn't taking journals when I was a kid, but you know, didn't have a like blog. You, I didn't have a blog. I didn't have a, a, a journal, a diary where I wrote down uh, what the temperature was and what I did every day. But I do know this. I do not recall. In fact, last episode, you even said uh, little league world series is starting, starting to get cool. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, it's crazy. It. And I, we, I fucking change things about there because, man, it's hot. Like, it's crazy how hot it is compared to what it was last week and how it changed. And just, it's supposed to be uh, record setting tomorrow as well here in Leopard. So I'll be down here in the in the Yankee Tavern North, kind of just hunkering down and staying out of the heat. Like, I like the heat. I don't mind it, but. Man, oh man! If you can stay out of it, it's uh, best uh, best intentions. Uh, Dave had a few barbecues over the weekend and cooked uh, the grill going pretty much all weekend long. It's uh, Tabor corn season. It's a little bit early earlier than it usually is, but it's out there. Uh, how many corns of cob could you eat in one sitting? If you were a, if there was a not a contest, but if you were all of a sudden there was a, a heap of them, could you do? Could you uh, roll down four or five of those things? Or because oh yeah, for sure. Like when for it's sure. done, you just okay, another one, another one. So I don't think yeah. there's any nutritional value in those fucking things. Oh, for sure there is. There, there's more nutritional value in 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 corn than there is in, like say, uh, cat. I won't say cabbage. I will say lettuce. I'll say cucumber. I'll say watermelon. That's why they use corn syrup and everything. They have a, a high sugar content, so there's 
you're getting something out of it. And that's why it's so tasty. And the butter and the salt and a little bit of pepper. Do you I boil can, it? Or how do you cook it? Um, it depends on the occasion. Um, normally, I grill it. I shuck and boil. Shuck and boil. Uh, see, and I and I grill like I soak, then grill in the husk, and then and then grill out of the husk, and then. But the the other way is boiling because when you got to boil the water, it makes your house hot. I try and keep most. Well, of the this weekend we 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 use the uh, the burner oh, the on the barbecue. Oh, okay. So we actually made like the meals we did, did all weekend long. We just did it all outside. We prepped inside and we cooked everything outside. It was actually quite, quite good and had TV going on there and everything else. Dave, I think it was on, uh, I can't remember what day it was, Friday or Monday or Saturday. I think it might have been actually Saturday. Try to one of those uh, QMJHL, try to pass one of those things over on the uh, on the weekend where no one's really watching sports or watching TV a whole bunch. But they decided to uh, not put a ban on fighting, but they basically put a ban on fighting with, uh, with the major penalties for guys who do uh, get in the fist of cuffs. Uh, it's a base. You're, you're out of the game immediately now. Uh, if you are an aggressor, you get a two-game suspension. If you, if it's your second fight, you get a one-game suspension. So basically, they've gotten their, their the QMJHL of the uh, of the uh, Canadian Hockey League said, well, you know what? That long tradition of uh, who won or were there any fights? It's uh, it's 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 leaving. Uh, what's your thoughts on the whole thing? I, I don't personally. Uh, you know what? I want to hear your take first, and then I'll give you mine. I'm kind of mixed on this one. I understand why they want to take fighting out of the game at that level, and the reason I think they should, because there's no reason to have tough guys in that league for the sake of being tough guys, right? The Q, the the QMJHL um, is part of the Canadian Hockey League. 60% of the players in the NHL have played in that league. And it's a developmental league. It's, it's the NCAA without the schooling. These kids are elite hockey younger. players. They're younger. Yeah, yeah, they're younger. Yeah, right. But that's what, that's what it is. And to have, to have tough guys in, in that league in, in the CHL, with everybody being very fully aware that they have zero chance of making it to the NHL, I agree that that some that it's good to have these guys out of that league where they're actually developing the skilled players. The other side of it, if you have a what's his name, uh, Jason Williams, Justin Williams, the the guy that went turbo uh, for the Capitals. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, is it Justin Williams? You can have players like there where fighting is a part of their game. They're highly skilled and tough. And if you fuck them, they're going to fuck you. And it's okay to have those kind of guys because that is a part of the NHL game. And so now these guys are not going to be able to apply their craft, which is the occasional tilt three, four a year, but you're so big and tough that no one's going to really want to fight you except for the knuckleheads that are only there to fight. How are they going to get better at fighting to be in the NHL? So, as you see, I'm I'm a little bit mixed on this. See, I agree with it is, on one side. The thing is, is that like fighting is a, a major part of the game, like it was 30 years ago around the Western League and around hockey in, in general. It just isn't. 
and you, you see these guys that, uh, yeah, they're, they're tough and everything else. And it's, it's, it's a different game than it was. And now we know about the concussions and everything else that happened because of, uh, of fighting. And, you know, like I had, I talked to Trevor Hardy, uh, he, he used to train these guys to fight. Right. And he goes, Jesus, you know, you, you look back over time, like maybe it wasn't the best of idea. Right. And, uh, you just go, it's, it's one of those things, but I, I, I because the, 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 the way the game is played now compared to what it was 30 years ago, fighting has taken its way out of the game on its own. Like now it's like, we talked about how these, these kids don't know how to play hockey anymore. They don't compete. It's just a, a skills competition out there. So you don't have a bunch of kids who are out there running around, running amok, trying to fight. You got a, a bunch of Aiden and Jaden's skating fast and, and, and stick handling. So I, I don't think you have the, 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 uh, the guys out there fighting. Um, Yes, there. Like I went, to, I go to a few hurricane games a, a year here in Lethbridge, and there's the odd fight here and there, but nothing like it was, man. Like yeah, I remember back in the day, but before the puck even would drop, there was there was fights right back in the back in the line brawls back in the day. You like, they, they would just happen uh, like out of nowhere, uh, and so hockey's a lot different now. I don't know if if um, if banning fighting is good for the safety of the sport because now you're going to have a lot more little pricks running around, you know, body checking guys a little bit high, a little, a little, some headshots here and there and no one policing things a little bit because referees only see so much. Right. And like, and, and if a guy takes a two minute minor, what does he give a fuck when it comes down to it? Like if you're down five, two in the third and you're not coming back to win a hockey game uh, and some guy, cause like Quebec league, some guy named Francois Morandi, like I, I went to school with the guy, so I can say that some guy named Francois Morandi decides to take a, take liberties on, on, on your superstar. That's going to change the game a lot. I think in a negative way. Well, exactly how you said, laid it out. It's not the little high, the high skilled little prick guys that are they're keeping from fighting and they're not keeping the big boys from beating up these little shits. Now it's the big boys that are going to be taking liberties with the little guys without having to answer to another big guy. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You're just going to slash each other and like big deal. I got fucking shin guards there. One in the back of the leg and then you go down and then there's a five minute slash and then it's done. Nothing's been settled. The guy that slashed the guy taking liberties is now in the bin, maybe with a 10 minute. And now the guy can walk around and and, and still run roughshod. Like, uh, remember how, how Mark Giordano used to do that with Alish Emsky? Yeah. He rode him like a rented mule. And no one ever fought him. Like, I don't know why The Rock never fought Giordano back in the day. That's when I loved the orders. But, like, this is what you're going to have all the time. If there's no repercussions, there's no repercussions. That's because exactly a, it. Because a big guy is going to be able to push around and work a little guy as much as they want. And if there's no other big guys saying, Hey, we're about done with that one more time. And you're going to be tasting some knuckles. See, now you're going to have, I, I think because junior hawk, like the Quebec league's always been a highly skilled, high scoring league. It's, it, it always has been. And yeah, they've had tough guys, but nothing like the Western league and Ontario league has had, uh, but now you're going to have guys doing whatever they want. You, you won't have the, uh, the the tough guy from one team getting a little tap in the laces saying if you if one more guy touches our superstar i'm gonna get you i'm going to get you and you're going to pay for it like and and that's one thing that the, the game of hockey i don't say uh, for lack of a better term i think it misses a little bit with with the competitiveness of it and the way the game was played uh the game the game today is more skilled and it's faster it's not a better game 
And so I think with with the, the way the Quebec League is getting rid of fighting and the suspension they're going to have, yeah, there isn't that many kids who fight anymore. There's not. But there is still kids who th- that is going to be a job until until hockey gets rid of it at the highest level, which which they aren't. Right. It just it just isn't going away in the National Hockey League. It, it, it's slowed down considerably. Like you watch international hockey, there's never fights. Right. But but those are all the top skilled guys playing the Olympics and playing the world championships. You don't have the grinders and the smaller rink and everything else. It's just different. I, I, I don't know if getting getting rid of fighting is a way to stop violence. I understand it. Like, and let's not even really call it violence. Let's call it a part of the game because there comes a point where you're going to have to answer for your actions. And I, and like I said, when I introduced, when you introduced the topic, it's just like, I get it. Like there's always in, like when I was a kid up to not too long ago, there was always two, three meatheads on every roster that had zero chance of making the NHL. They would see maybe four to four to five minutes a night, but they were out there to tilt. Well, and we had so- Wade Smith on. Back right. in, at Christmas time, there and he, he fully admit, yeah, he fully admitted he didn't take didn't, a shit. He has a memorial, a memorial cup. He has a memorial cup ring. Didn't play a second. Didn't play a second because that was his job. And like now, when it came down, it's you need the roster spot for someone that's going to contribute on the offensive side and be responsible on both sides and is fast. And we understand the game, we do. But even in the playoffs, there's these guys like back in the day, people like um, like Messier, like Probert, like Domi, like even though I, I don't love all those guys, I hate Domi. These guys could contribute offensively and they were also yeah. a deterrent out there. And if someone wants to fuck around, they're going to find out. And I think it's important to have people like on the ice, on the field at all times that are going to make guys have their head on a swivel. You know, You're going to want to know if he's on the ice, because if I fuck around, I might find out. You know, you think of a guy like the Wendell Clark back in the 1993 uh, Western Conference final when the Leafs were playing the uh, the Kings and McSorley. I think he took a run at uh, one of the he was, he was one of the better players in the National Hockey League at that point. Doug Gilmore, Wendell Clark came in and he took care of business. And I, I think that that's an important like policing. That kind of stuff is still an important part of the game. Like, do, do you want. Now, can you have a kid headhunting uh, Connor McDavid or leg, not even headhunting, leg hunting these guys? Can you have, a, do you want a guy taking out Crosby in his, in his twilight of his career? Do you want a guy uh, who, like, now you have Bedard coming out of uh, junior this year in Chicago. He's highly skilled, obviously. Like, and there's no getting around that, but there, there's no, he's going to be scared shitless. Well, you got to think. Because that's just how it is. He's, he's 18 years old, playing in Chicago, away from everything. There's no way he's not going to be a bit a bit timid. So he doesn't have a guy protecting him a little bit and give him the old tap and the laces saying fuck around and find out, like you said. I think getting rid of fighting is uh until the, the culture changes and because it's it's trying to change so fast, like and, and that's what's what's uh it's changing the goalposts on the rules as the game is like right now like yeah. it's just right now because it's 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 to me it's happening a little too quickly to just get rid of it because like, that's not how you change things you can't just say no it, there's a gradual progression to get it to that that point and and the way the game is played has done that itself not without the with with the uh with the the the, the rule makers, the jurisdiction saying, this is what it is. The game is taking care of itself with, with the way the skill is and with the money and everything else is. So I, I don't know if getting rid of fighting is 
the best idea. I, I don't. See, but I don't even know if the game is taking care of itself, right? Because we, we mentioned it a couple of times during the NHL season when a guy does lay a clean, totally clean body check. And, now he, and then now he has to fight someone on the other team because someone had their head down. Someone was uh, uh, whatever, head down, looking at the puck in their skates and they get let up. Gets boarded in the next week with a good hip check. These are good checks that we applauded back in the day. And now a guy lays a good, clean check. in fight. And then now he has to fight. <laughs> Fuck that. You know, there still is a game about fucking around, taking care of yourself. And, and if you do something stupid, you find out. But when you're not doing something stupid and all of a sudden you got to fight three fucking guys because your superstar was, uh, had his head down across the middle of the ice. Getting the Lindros or uh, Korea treatment from yeah, Scott and, Stevens. And yeah. yeah, and we're not even talking the Stevens train tracks treatment, right? We're just talking good, clean hits. And and people get pissy. And people get pissy. And then if you, if if that's the way they want this game to go, that's that's obviously the way it is going because we're so worried about these skilled guys and making sure they can do all their fucking figure skating drills in the middle of the ice. Let's get a little bit of fucking body contact, hack it or fucking hit the, hit the bricks. Like it's, it's a full body contact sport. And if you can't do the body contact sport, I don't care if you can Michigan from blue line to blue line, you got to be able to fucking take a hit and keep your head and protect yourself at all times. It's like boxing. Because you look at that Las Vegas team that won themselves the Stanley Cup uh, back in June, and they had some really, really big D-men that weren't that weren't uh, afraid to get a little bit gritty, and and they and they did that pr- quite cleanly, properly, could move the puck and everything else, and 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 they were successful. And and the NHL is a copycat league. Well, every sport is a copycat league when it comes down to it. But they they did things the proper way. There weren't any. There was always those guys, the enforcer type guys, not like McMcSorley's and and uh, Dave Semenko's back in the day, obviously. But it uh, the the game's not in a good spot ten years from now. You know, when we're still sitting here 10 years from now talking about this goddamn thing and that goddamn thing, we're probably swearing more and drinking vodka instead of beer. Who knows what it might be? But 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 it's uh I don't think the game's in a good spot moving forward with with the way it's progressing. Cause you, you talk about you listen to the Barn Burner podcast there and they said kids don't know how to play hockey anymore. They know all the skills. But that's it. But that's they, it. It's all about individual development. It's they not about could care less knowledge. if they win or lose. Yep. It's just like uh, I, I'm not going to say they don't care. I'm just going to say they, I, I'm going to. I'm, I'm, I tell you right now, kids could care less if they win or lose. Parents could care less if their team wins or loses because they're playing for so many different teams. I'm, I'm telling. I'm telling you. Yeah, I guess you can't cheer for so many teams. How many favorite teams can you have? And it, yeah. it might be two different teams in two different days, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring it back to soccer here a little bit. Everybody wants to call. Uh, soccer like a bunch of pussies the way they lay down and roll around that women's world cup's been unbelievable yeah it's been good unbelievable. But like my, they, and my, they don't lay down my but, and my point is like this is it's not full contact but there's a lot of fucking contact yeah. and on the soccer field you can really lay some lumber on a guy and not get it not even get a penalty and they know right you can you can you, 
the the body contact is there enough that it's like fuck. I got to make sure I know where that guy is if I'm going up for a head ball. I got to be. I can't dance around if that guy's anywhere around because he's going to come through like a fucking swather, which was kind of more my game. I was a little bit physically intimidating, intimidating because I didn't have the dangle skills and all that kind of stuff. Hockey's losing that. Like these soccer players are tougher and more aware of who's around than a lot of these hockey players right now. Right. Yeah, the, you ones, know? the ones coming out of juniors, it's just different. Like, like you bet. Like you, like you, I, 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 like this is 30, 40 years ago, whatever it was, Dave, when I remember when I played 30 years ago and like, there was some big dudes, man. Like you, like just big, big men with great big asses and they were all just big like it just muscular and they were 18 years old and they were in full facial hair and like what the fuck's going on here uh, and, and you look at the 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 the, the, the leopard broncos in 83 compared to the leopards hurricanes yeah. of 2023 and just at the two photos it's night and day yeah. like the the masculinity <laughs> of, the, of the guys right it's just different Oh yeah, you bet. Gillette. I don't understand that, right? Like, because it's the same age group. But Gillette isn't sponsoring any kind of tournaments these days. At, uh, no, the, the, the brute <laughs> travel kit isn't a thing here in Leopard, Alberta, Western Hockey League by any means. No, like it's, no, it's, it's for sure more of an axe body spray type league now. Because no matter what, no matter what, um, the the paying public wants entertainment right for and junior hockey is entertainment and yeah it's a developmental league but the every community and it's not just junior hockey it's whatever sport people want to be entertained because things are expensive right what you, you have x amount of dollars to spend on a on uh, going for entertainment per week whatever it might be right and if you take out something that we're used to that i've been used to for 48 years 49 years now and you take that away how much money am i going to spend on that on 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 that product because like as barbaric as as fighting in hockey is i still like it like you 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 pay attention to that like when two guys drop the gloves on like you're watching on tv or you're watching it live when two guys drop the glove gloves everybody watches and everybody cheers and i don't care who the fuck you are you watch i agree um and then you know what? They're turning the the hockey into NBA basketball, right? Flopping yeah. and diving and no accountability for your actions, right? You got like fucking mouthpieces like out, out like Kachuk, who's a good hard-nosed player. But once it's time to hits time to fight for, for him to answer the bell, he's gone. He's fucking running away. His brother, his brother, the uh, the other one, the Brady the out one in, in Ottawa. Ottawa. He, he yeah, don't he don't mind the, chucking. Dropping the butts, yeah, dropping the mitts, yeah. No, and there's I, so I many, think... there's so many quote unquote tough players that aren't tough players. They're just they they play a tough game, and then they they're they're they play fucking... an aggressive game, not a tough game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And, and sticking guys in a little spear, and they know exactly where the the points and the equipment are, where they can get a little stick and in where there. Where the linesman is to hide behind him a little bit. It's just it's and like when it's... it's time to drop, they're 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 just jawing and putting a glove in the face. But like, yeah, there's zebras between them and the guy that wants to rip their fucking head off. No, I think like fighting's been such a big part of the game, especially for Canadian kids. It's like different down in the states because they have uh, like in in Sibley hockey there. They're all wearing the. Uh, the full cages and everything else is just different, but and then European, it's just it's, it's a different game. But like to to like Quebec, I, I think the Quebec, like what's going to happen Memorial Cup time when some guy wants to fucking go? And the, all these Quebec kids are like, I'm not fighting. 
Well, we just finished saying, right? They're not fighting in the Memorial Cup. And last year, the team, like, it's your it's your third game and you're 0-2. But and, you, you and have then, that guy doing the old tap on the laces, fuck around and find out, right? Yeah. And, and, then, that, and that kid's going to fuck around and go, oh, fuck. Oh, oh this isn't Keskasay's going to say. <laughs> what is you that? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. My, my, it's we were talking about this the other night, actually, me and Deanne talking about uh, French class. I took it from grade like three or four to grade 10. I can't say a fucking sentence. Like it, it never made sense to me. I could say a couple things. Um, my boy is in uh, French immersion. He's Jim's French- Jim was a French immersion guy. Yeah. So he yes. knows a lot. Yeah, so my boy can speak French, so I got him. And like uh, every now and then, we'll be someplace they're speaking French. What are they saying? I'm not going to tell you. So I don't know if he's understanding French, or he just honestly Jasper's, doesn't want to tell us. I'm- Jasper's lying. He doesn't pay attention in school. There's not a chance. Fuck. Well, man. he's get he's getting good enough grades, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Anyways, the 14 to 24 podcast. Board Beaver Sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. I'm going to get him out here. Like when we come back from a break, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to see if he knows what fuck around and find out how to say that in French. I know a few farm animals, school supplies. And that's like, about it. Like the nouns, French. but not, but not, not actual. Like, well, it uh, confused me. I didn't know what they were like. This verb conjugations. Yeah. I, so it was like, I said, well, a verb is an action word, but it was all. Yeah. Like, so I, I never caught on from day one. So I, 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 I gave up. Yeah. I just gave up on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I don't care. Yes. From Fort McLeod. What do we need fucking French? <laughs> Whatever. 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Right now, right now is when you want to know French. Yeah, there it is. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Caldera Lab and calderalab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB for the best, uh, for 20% off the best in men's skincare on the market today to keep that youthful exuberance in your face and uh, protect yourself from those uh, hot rays that are kicking the crap out of us here in Southern Alberta right now. But uh, Dave, the, uh, the, all the rage, I, I know you listened to our, uh, me and Jim, the fan of the van, where uh, we recorded on Saturday morning talking about the Yankees and the disaster that is. I'm sure you want to get in on that and, and laugh at me a little bit. But they got talking about Garrett Cole's uh, opt-out closet. There's a lot of lawyers speak involved there, so I don't know how easy it is. You can't just say, I'm leaving. But the opt-out clause kind of makes me laugh. And, and, and for both teams and, and for players, I, I kind of get a kick out of it, the way they find a way to uh, lawyers speak these things. But the opt-out reminds me a lot of the... Uh, the uh, Seinfeld episode when they, they were talking about the, the rental car and the, the reservation, like uh, I have a reservation, but there's no car. Like when you sign a contract to me, it's a contract. You're there for this many years. 
Well, not in professional sports. They find a way to complicate this and get lawyers involved. And I, and I get it. It's a, it's to protect the team and the, uh, and the players. If, if things don't work out, I, I get it, but man, oh man, there's a lot going on. If you're a GM to try to figure all that out on a daily basis, I don't know how they do it. When you think of all the contracts in major league baseball that a general manager has to uh, like kind of keep an eye on, that must be a hundred players, right? Like from, from, from ball right up on through from Aaron judge to the 16 year old rookie playing in the Dominican leagues. I don't know how many contracts. So I totally understand why that is a thing, especially someone of uh, Garrett Cole's um, caliber. And that's why I believe for him, like, and, and that's the other thing it's team option or player option. If you're going to, if you're going to give a guy a lot of money and he's not going to perform, like I, I imagine a lot of NHL teams would love to have that, the team option on the seventh year of a guy. Cause well, they, there's a, now they can utilize the buyout, but yeah. Yeah. But it's same, same. Right. And so now Garrett Cole, who's making what? 40 million a year. 36 i think it is 36 yeah. and actually earning every penny he's good yeah oh, and, he's, he's great yeah and not really getting the results on the win-loss column and more importantly playing for the last place new york yankees like the last place new york yankees the la- I, I find it funny how um people really really get pleasure in saying that hey they can't just say like the like it's a, never the fourth place, uh, the fourth place Boston Red Sox, but it's like the last place New York Yankees. How the uh, the joy comes through people's mouths when they when they say that it's quite it's quite funny for me. But it's uh, yeah, there's the opt out clause or anything else. You you wonder like what like to be a GM or to be in a, the lawyers who get involved in that. Like I'm, I'm sure Cashman didn't negotiate that. Well, he negotiated the deal, but you have sent sent to the lawyers right and go. I don't know what this means. Like, there's no, there, like, let's, let's go hockey speak. Cause every, every fucking goalie or every GM in the National Hockey League is facing an, an ex goalie, really, when it comes down to it. And yeah. th- th- there must be a lot of contracts. They go, I don't know what this says, man. Like, I have, like, why Tell would Joe out. Sackick know what this says? So the, the lawyers that, that, that get involved in these contract negotiations and the, the dot in the I's and crossing the T's and everything else, it's got to be a painstaking, uh, painstaking fucking whatever they were looking for. I can only imagine the whiteboard that sits in a GM's office all the time with just like length of contract and how much money, like it's, it's just must be the biggest whiteboard, right? Because you have to have probably 30 players on there and you got to be able to move the puzzle pieces and figure out who's here for how long under team control. And what have we got to do? And how much salary cap is left? I I'm all for um, these opt-out clauses. These either buy like if I'm a fan of a team, I'm a fan of it because you know. So the guys were signing the guy from 32 to 36. I'm really wor- worried about that year when he turns 36 years old. I really am. And if he's worth it, let's pay him. And then as a player, I I completely agree too because that's usually when the player is a little bit younger. And then he can, he can um, say at 30, you know, I signed you, I signed here for 25 million a year. And now I'm kind of probably worth about $37 million a year. 
So I'm going to take the op out. I'm, I'm, I'm completely all right. I, I prefer contracts like this to contracts with fully guaranteed, guaranteed all the way through. Nah. And I, and I prefer this to the NFL thing, uh, contracts where you can, whatever, how they move their salary cap around. I'll never understand that. You need a slide ruler and abacus and a, and, a, and something else to figure that shit out. But I think this is a completely fair option for, for player movement and for players to maximize their money. If I get better, for, I, should, for, I should make more. And for Market value. And for teams to cut bait if the player's underperforming. I think it should be a, a like, I don't know how it all works. You hear so many different player option, team option, la, da, 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 da. I think almost not after every year, because that, that's basically just uh, not guaranteed Well, contracts. correct, right? Because Garrett Cole himself isn't available to opt out this year, but he has the option of opting out next year after. Yeah. This time next year, but there's a lot of other lawyers speaking there, but, but, but I, I think that like when you, when you sign a contract uh, and after four years, if I get better and all of a sudden that, that jackass who's is as good as me is signed, cause there's going to be somebody overpays for Marcus Stroman th- 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 this off season and whoever else is coming out, like Stroman is not as good as Garrett, Garrett Cole, but he's going to make comparable to what he's like. Well, I'm better. I, I'm more than five million better than him, so I should get paid more than five million than, than him. Just just because I signed my contract before the TV deals and on and on it goes, I should make more. I should make market value. I should have. I should have the opportunity to make market value ten years after. No, I agree. It's it's kind of funny because this is the exact thing where we told uh, Justin Herbert to get the fuck out of our office, resetting the market. No, but like that. but. <laughs> but he should But I agree with you. No, but he shouldn't be setting the market. I yes. Like so the like, market still should still be set by the best guy. And if Herbert if Herbert was has the next 3 years of his career, he's setting all kinds of records and winning Super Bowls, then he can, he can opt out and get more. But until you're the best, don't ask don't don't don't. Do not ask for more. Don't. Fuck off. Be- because Garrett Cole, uh, Cole is in the conversation. Probably winning Cy Young this year. Yeah. Even like with that t- horse shit team in New York. But yeah. Jesus Christ. They're so bad. Eh? So they're, bad. They're, they're getting worse every week, actually. Yeah. 100%. It, it's, it's really under, uh, like, um, so as far as the opt-out clause, I'm, I'm for it. I think they should include it in the NHL. I think they should include it in every sport with guaranteed money. The last two years or whatever team option, maybe on uh, with two years left in the contract team option, one year left in the contract player option. Like, I don't know, but I think it's completely fair and it it, it allows like, so that a a team that I'm the fan of, it allows them to get away from a shitty signing like uh, Milan Lucic for the Oilers. Right. But also on the flip side, it allows a player to capitalize when they're completely over completely outperforming their contract. Like Nate McKinnon was with the, with the avalanche. He should have been able to re up for a better deal before he did. But that's, that's the rules of sport. And I get it. It it, it sucks at times, but you know, I'm never going to feel bad for anybody except for maybe fucking fans of the New York Yankees. I'm actually feeling bad for yourself. Can, can I switch topics a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Say what you want. Fans of the New York Yankees, you're fucked. You oh, yeah. are 
you are so fucked. And this is why, and I've kind of, it really came to light here. They do not, the, the management does not care. This like the Yankees, you might as well call it Disneyland baseball. We're going to bring people in to see a couple of shiny toys, Aaron toys. judge and, and think they have their TV money coming in. They're going to rake because no one's going to give up their luxury boxes. Nobody. Because what happens when the team's good good again? So they're going to rake all that it's money. There's so much money in New York City. It's they, they, money, right? It doesn't and they're, they're, they're raking all that yes money uh, yeah. for the thing. Like they have, they have, they, they have no reason to put a competitive team on the, on the field. And, and they haven't. And they're, 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 the and they're not they got, going to. And the problem they got, well, well, the thing is you, you can't say, okay, how do you word this? will sound like a complete idiot. Cause they still spent $285 million, right? So for, 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 for the, for the layman to say that they're not putting the effort in to put a, a winning team on the field, it's a bit of a, a stretch because to spend 285, you're still spending 285. But the thing is you got four guys making 120 and the rest of them don't. Right. And, so, and, well, and the thing is, is that the, the, the four guys are there for the long haul now with Stanton and Stanton Stanton's the is, is an absolute fucking disgrace. He's, he's an, an absolute fucking disgrace. Yeah. And I, 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 I didn't like him when they got him in 2018. I, I don't like him now. Uh, it's, it's, it's a complete wreck. And the thing you got is that that team is they'd be better what? off. Like if you wanted, to, if we were talk about it, they would be better off right now. They lost again tonight. They're going to lose again tomorrow because they got Severino on the hill. He's fucking going to give up nine runs again, and then they'll be they'll be at five hundred or below, and then whatever it doesn't much matter. They'd be better off this season, at the end of this year, to walk up to Garrett Cole and say, "Hey, do you want to go somewhere else?" Honestly. And get some draft picks. Because what he because what he's making. Oh, but you can't pick. You can't trade draft picks in baseball. No, you can pick. You uh, can it's, trade it's prospects. But go pros- ahead. Not draft picks. Yeah, they, they'd be better off to go and get some some prospects and some guys who are already big league ready and find something else because that team is so flawed. They'd be better off to say Garrett Cole, thank you. We yeah, you Yankee for life now and forever. Whatever fucking sign that sign said when he when he was a kid. They'd be better off to, to to reset because they're not close, and they're spending a lot of money for a team that's bad. And well, see, you and I, and when they you haven't been this, good for for a year, like they, they start they start off hot last year, and now they're they're uh, they're at five hundred right now. They've been a five hundred baseball team for over one sixty two. And so when you say like the, the payroll, which I totally understand, they're not buying. They're like that's not any. Um, uh, homebrewed talent that they're spending on, except for Judge, they're they're spending money on on shiny toys, yep. like like Donaldson, like uh, Stanton. Sh- someone thought it was a shiny toy, but not, I don't think that's the fan but base does. But yeah. like no, I know what 20, you're saying. Twenty five million, like so they're not. Mil. It, it, it's not. Stanton, it's not twenty five mil. We're gone from thirty mil. Names, yeah. They're just it, names. It, they're just names, right? And like so, it, it, like even though they are spending way past the cap. It's not smart money being spent. No, it's looking for shiny toys that they can put in there. Yeah, and insert maybe... a player here, insert a player here, and then they they can't hit their analytics team. It's it's a bad, it's a bad, bad franchise. And I don't know who the fuck runs their analytics department. They're not good. Because, the whole thing's they're a mess. awful. 
it's it's awful. And like Bear, like if I was Brett Boone, I I I'd honestly try to get fired right now. Well, I would I, go scorch. I, I I I thought a week ago that Boone might save his job and save his life for another year, but it's does it's he want to come back? But it's at the point now. He's got a year left on his contract. I think it is. It's at the point now where the guy might just go. You know what? I'm good. We stink, and this isn't worth it. Like he, like the thing about that, he had a pretty sweet gig at uh, ESPN there, Sunday Night Baseball, and everything else. He should have just stayed there. Like what? Now, now, what are you gonna do? They're not gonna take it back because David Cohn took that job, right? So, like, it's I don't know. It's it a lot of headache for nothing. And I, and- I like Boone. He's not the brightest guy on, on the planet, and they, but I, I don't think that he's the. Uh, I don't think he's the reason. I think the analytics guys, there's there, there's a binder that they follow and there's a book they follow and it and it hasn't worked. The analytics guys have failed them. The nerds have 100% failed the New York Yankees. And why they have the the uh, the open book to tell everybody and why Cashman is still there, I don't know. Did, did Steinbrenner, like when George Steinbrenner passed away, was it on his fucking deathbed? He said, you're going to keep Brian Cashman employed forever to, to his son? I don't know. It, it's 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 a bad spot for a team spends a lot of money uh that that makes in the a, wrong places in the they, wrong places and it's it's not they're not good they're 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 a bad they're a bad baseball team and from what i've read they don't even have much in the farm a couple three guys yeah and and then that's it so i don't understand what the what the just because you're the Yankees and I get your, I get your history. It's like, now you are the Montreal Canadians, you know, just yeah. like take a look at the trophy case. Okay. Well, look at that trophy case in the river. No, no real yeah. Yankee fan gives a fuck about that. Yeah. T- take, take the Swiffer out and, and dust him trophies off because it's going to be a long time because before you get a shiny one at this pace. No, it's, it's not good. And like for like, you, you, I listen to a lot of Yankee bullshit and Michael K show and everything else, and it's 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 tough to listen to because they're not good. They're they're just not. And then how are you going to get players there that want to make a difference, right? Because now you're going to play, be playing on a team that sucks, right? Like, well, first of all, like, who, how do they get rid of the salaries of, of, of Stanton and, and Rondon? And yeah, like, how do you get rid of those salaries? Donaldson's gone, but then who's there? You guys haven't had a left fielder forever. Um, you got IKF, like you guys talking better. about yeah, at, in left field, right? Because where else are you going to put this fucker? And he's like, when, when, when he's your, your, your savior for the season, somehow it's like, Oh fuck. That's how bad things are. And it's it is just, how bad things are. It's like they're they're so bad, and um, and I don't I don't see where the turnaround is right now for you guys. And and I I, I am a Yankee hater. We all know this, but oh, I do yes. feel for you guys. And I'm glad to see that the real fans like are are done with the the optimism. Yeah. Fuck it. This shit has got to stop. We got to do something. They're not good. We need to. This ain't working. And, and I've never been a big fan of the uh, the rebuild. I think you got to regroup to stay relevant. But this 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 the major league team because I'm not a I'm not as much of a Yankee uh, to know what's going down in fucking whatever the minor league system is. I know a few guys here and there, but this team needs an absolute rebuild at the major league level. They're not good enough. 
and something is something's and, missing too, and, right? And, and in a division that you have the you you have the Orioles who came not out of nowhere, but they're they're fantastic. You have Tampa who never goes away. You have the Toronto who should be better than they are because that's a team that's not as good as they they should be either. But you have those three teams that are young and and very talented. Right? And let's talk about Toronto. I'm glad Toronto didn't make any major deals because you know what the problem is? They're fucking bats. And these are the bats that we've been waiting for as a Toronto well, The thing fan with Toronto, the thing with years. Toronto is that they're fucking hitting. Everybody keeps talking about like the fringe guys. They they talk a lot about how great um Vlad Vladdy's the guy. He's not the guy. He he hasn't hit well in over a year and a half. Like he he hit well in when they they were playing those minor league parks down in Buffalo, whenever it was, or and down in Dunedin, uh, the COVID years there. Uh, he only has I think 16, 17 home runs. Yeah, and to to be commanding fourteen million bucks, it, it isn't for your glove, there, big boy. It's you're supposed to hit the ball a little bit, and he hasn't. He hasn't. Yeah. Bichette's their best player by far. I agree. Uh, and anybody wants to piss and moan about Bichette with his glove, um. It's second base is hard. And, but when you're hitting 300, which not with 25 hits with, and with 25 home runs, right. You know, Chapman and uh, Jansen and um, who's the other Springer. Like, Spr- well, Springer hasn't been d- delivered at all. Yeah. No, but you know, they haven't. And you look at, you look, you look at the standings uh, uh, runners in scoring position uh, left on base. Jays lead the league. Like, if the Jays ever decide to get clutch, they're there because this ragtag pitching uh, group has been delivering for them all the time. I can't believe how good this pitching is. The uh, it's, just, if, it's their bats that are letting them down. They got to. They got to. They, they should be better than they are. Right? They're, right. They have. It, they it's haven't because hit. They, it's because they can't hit. No, they uh, they should be they should be ahead of. Well, Tampa got off that great. If Tampa didn't get off that great start, it'd be a different situation for for the Jays, right? Yeah. When you win the first fourteen or ever it was or fifteen games, but I can't remember what it was it's so long ago now. But the AL East is is okay. The Yankees aren't that good, and I said this months uh, about a month and a half ago that the AL East isn't that good because the Yankees aren't good, and neither is Boston. Um, so where, so where are we now with, uh, your world series? I'm still going to stick, even though Texas has really picked it up since I, uh, picked Houston as my team, I'm going to still stick with Houston because I don't know if, if Texas has the cojones to get all the way there, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to play Baltimore and I, w- I wouldn't want to play Baltimore or Houston in the playoffs in the ALCS. The loss. Angeles Dodgers are going to win a real one for the first time since 1988. Because they won and that so, one of the COVID one in 2020, I think it was. Yeah, you think That's, they're going to come through and, and, and win it all? Yeah. Because uh, who do we have in the National League? The uh, Atlanta's well, the, really good. The Braves are just a machine, yeah. but they've been on cruise control since for a while now. But they're, well, they're they, got a, they got a 16 game lead, I think it is right now. So whatever. And yeah. They love to they beat the Yankees tonight, but. Uh, yeah, the L.A. Dodgers for me win, win the World Series. I wouldn't mind seeing that for my old man. I I, I like Mookie Betts is one of the classiest guys in baseball. Kershaw, <laughs> same thing with him. Like, just I think they're just like and Freeman and like they got they got all sorts up and down the fucking lineup. See, and the Dodgers are the Yankees of old because you know what? Like, they're not. 
they're not the Yankees um, as far as revenue streams go, right? Like people have to drive and like, it's a, it's an hour commitment to get to Shiva's ravine. And then like, it's, it's an hour and a half, like to, to go to a, they get 35,000 a night there, man. I get it, but those are paid seats. Right. And then like, you're, you're not getting in quick and you're not getting out quick. And I've been, I've been a few times. It's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass to get to a, to, to a Dodger game. And they don't have the revenue streams from the the Yes Network, right? Because there's so much to fucking do yeah. in 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 California with all your theme parks and your movie stars and all that kind of shit. There's there's people have better shit to do than go to a to a Dodger game. They really it's do. a different it's a different. Um... So the Yankees, so the Dodgers are now putting a winning product on the field and giving them a reason. And the Yankees are just like, where the Yankees come watch. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the, the, the Yankees, well, me, me and Jim talked about in the, on the Saturday there, that the, the fan base that goes to a Yankee game is way different than, than, uh, than it used to be. It's a frat party. Bunch of rich kids fucking drinking their eighteen dollar fucking margaritas and blah blah blah. I mean, it happens everywhere, but the, the Yankee game's a frat party. It, it is. It's different. It's just different. Like most of those kids ha- wouldn't have even seen a World Series. Most of those kids wouldn't have seen Jeter play. Like yeah. Jeter's been retired for for nine years now, right? Yeah. So and, and like not as an adult, right? And, yeah. and, it's, and so, yeah. and like, it, I thought it was a Bush League move today, but the Yankees, because they're, they suck and they fucking terrible. And so to today, they uh, to try to get some fucking positive press in, uh, in the papers or Twitter or wherever that Jeter is going to be part of the uh, old timers day festivities. Like it's a, it's a bad look. Like, don't, don't worry about the team now. Let, let's worry about the, 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 the 1998 World Series championship team and celebrate that. You know what? That's like you said. We'll, we'll brush off the fucking trophies and bring that out there again and bring all the old timers out again and not worry about what's happened on the field now. Smoke and mirrors. It's all they are. It's all they think, are. Think of the game day merchandise. Yep. Oh, we're going to bring it in that day because we're going to oh, yeah. pack the park. We're going to sell all this Jeter stuff. And the secondary 100%. market happened. Like you guys are so fucked because you're more worried about making money. They are hundred percent. Well, Yeah. The Yankees franchise is way more worried about making money than putting a quality product on the field. It's and then you got, and then, you know, there's, there's talk. I, I've read a couple of things about bringing Jeter into management. How'd that work for Daryl Katz? Like fuck off, bunch of jock sniffers. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you know that that just keeps the fan at bay for a little bit, and then it just and why would you want to? Right? Why would you want to? Like, but like, like some fans get all fucking gooey about it, and it's like you're stupid. Like he's an much, awesome player. Yeah. As much as I can't stand the guy, a better guy for that job would be a Rod, but he already he's, he, he's co owner of the uh, Timberwolves in NBA. A Rod's more of a baseball dork than Jeter is. Jeter's like whatever, like I'm done, I'm done playing, right? I'm I'm beyond. I'm beyond well, that's up. not true. He he sold he's involved the Yankees. In things. Yeah, well, it's Stanton in Miami, right? Yeah. Like he he's but the one that got Stanton. The, uh, the, the the better baseball mind is A Rod. A Rod's a, a, a he's a confessed baseball dork. Like he loves it. And he 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 would be a better guy if they if they're going to bring in a guy from fucking yesteryear, bring A Rod in, not not fucking Jeter to be the GM. That does make sense as as far as um X's and O's. But but, but the fans would be unforgiving, right? And they like maybe they should bring A Rod in just so they can blame somebody and put him on the cross when this doesn't work out. Again, 
And again. Again. And again. Yeah, your Yankees are in big trouble. I don't see them coming they, out. Uh, they, they will not make the playoffs this year. They will finish under 500 this year. And I think Boone's probably going to be done by Friday. And then who do you hire? Another yes man. So it's it's not even like like what do you like? You, gonna, it ain't Boone's fault. They're just gonna hire another guy, another yes man to fucking to follow the binder, to follow the book, to yep. follow the nerds. Right? It's not Boone. He has a fucking set list. Yeah, there were some mistakes here and there that happened, but uh, it it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's you know, really in that bad. thing, I, I retweeted retweeted it today. All those games that Cole pitched in the sixth, seventh inning and lost. Um. Is that then once again the book, or is, is that Garrett Cole saying I don't pitch a hundred pitches, or that's is that, or is that, or, or is that the Yankee, that's the Yankee, the Yankee organization, organization telling Garrett Cole you don't Euro. pitch? Because that yeah. guy would pitch one hundred and thirty if he could every night. He's a competitor. Yeah, you know, and, and I wonder if that's ever going to be in pitchers' uh, contracts in the in but the, the future, investment right? of arms and everything else, right? Like, it's how about little- how about it? It's, fuck you, my arm, my my career. Um, if I'm, if I'm pitching, if I'm pitching, no, if I'm pitching a no hitter, I'm in at 98 in the seventh inning. You put me out. Well, I'll the tell you. Said, fuck you. I'll tell I you. It, yeah. You know, one hit warm the guy up. I give up one hit. You then can take me out. Yeah. yeah. Like just kind of something like that because it's garbage because cold had that, right? He had a one hitter. Well, we were or, or, the start of the last season. We were we were actually opening day last season when uh, Kershaw had the uh, perfect game going, and they and they pulled him in the yeah. seventh, seventh or eighth. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, that should be the pitcher decision. I'd put that in my contract. History waits for nobody. There's no I in team, Dave. <laughs> there is. But there's in, a me. Uh, but there's yeah. a me. There Got to rearrange the letters a little bit, but yeah. Well, uh, and there isn't Garrett. Yeah, it's uh, it's unbelievable. No, it's crazy. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by calderalab.com. Use promo code one four two zero lab at calderalab.com for the best in men's skin care today. Yankees suck. Oh yeah. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. The Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast is happy to have partnered up with Barn Burner Hockey. Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all-natural, chemical-free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barnburner Hockey is so confident that you will love their all-natural products. They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Barn Burner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast, created for players, by players. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, we are on uh, third uh, anniversary week this week, so our third anniversary of the show is on Sunday. We've got some things we're going to try to work out between now and then. I know you're going down to Montana, but we'll figure something out between now and then for the third anniversary show. But uh, like we talked about in the last segment there, the uh, 
the Yankees stink, and they, like we, and then off air we compared it to how uh, like your Denver Broncos last year with Russell Wilson uh, didn't fare so well. Uh, it's tough. Like when you like every year, every team or every fan thinks that their team has a. I don't want to say a shot, but they, they think, okay, you know what? This is the year we're going to make a playoffs. We're going to have some exciting games on and on it goes. And then as the season progresses more so in baseball than in football, cause it's over so quick, but like you, you, you see it going South and you see, oh, uh, maybe this year isn't the year is going to happen. You still watch, uh, but you don't, uh, you, you don't invest as much time in, into it. It kind of sucks. Like it, it totally sucks. It kind of sucks. It one. It doesn't kind of suck. It totally sucks. And if we want to go back to those episodes, in because uh, my expectations were were high. Really high, yeah. With with uh, with all Russell everybody's, Wilson to, coming to be, back. And, to be fair to you, everybody had higher expectations for the Denver Broncos last year with Russell Wilson than 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 what how it turned out. And then it went on and on, and I still like. Well, we still got to if you could turn around, if you could turn around, it's like what like. And then it was around October, November. I said, when did this motherfucker forget how to quarterback? Yeah. And I was also highly critical of the coach. And then like, when you see shit like that, you finally just got to put your feet up and say, this is a lost season. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to hit my wife or beat my kid, but I might have an extra beer and maybe another doobie before I go to bed to just get my pain, get the pain out of it. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, like there's no better feeling like when you're, when your team's got a chance to do something right. Like, I mean, obviously in, in the sports world, as in fandom, there's better feelings in the world, obviously, but uh, like when, when your team has a chance to win something and you, like, I remember 2017 when the Yankees damn near pulled off the, I don't know where the baby bombers and everything else with DD Gregorius and everything like on and on and on it went. And then 19 and another shot they had there. Uh, and there's a, like the anticipation you have of it. And every night the games are like, okay, this is going to be great. And the, and, and your team is winning. This is so fun. Or the, or the, oh, oh, uh, was the Oh six Oilers when, when that 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 was happening there and it was just a great great time to be a sports fan of that team and then and then but but now when like when your team is just awful like i'll still watch i i, I won't watch with intensity i, I don't if they lose i'll go all right they fuck your off. expectations are so low but they're so low you're like fan. i'll watch it so it's yeah. like it's on watch the game and i'll have two games on i'll watch whatever it's it's a, it's such a fucking letdown because the off season in baseball is six months and the season six months. So you, you, you get revved up, you're ready to go. And then it's like, well, we're in extra land already. It's such a fucking drag. It's, it's a drag. The, it's the absolute worst because like I've said, I've divorced the orders and I, and I still care about them um, from afar and, and I want them to see uh, do well, but the Broncos are my team. And, and when your expectations are high and they just let you down and let you down and let you down. And then as someone who's not involved in the game can see shit that is going wrong and should not be happening, which is why I divorced the Oilers, which is why I divorced the Oilers. I've made the conscious decision. I, I, I about whatever, 10 years ago to just be a little less turbo in being a fan. I just want to be a sports fan now and I can't let go of the Broncos because I, for whatever reason, I can't, but Jesus fucking Christ. When you're, when, when I'm going to invest 
emotional energy into you guys and I see you guys doing stupid things. And thank Christ, I've been lucky enough to be the fan of teams that have won some championships. Yeah, I can imagine being a Bengals fan. Uh, 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 the Reds have won a championship in my lifetime. The but They won in 1989. Yeah, with Eric Davis against the... Oakland. Against Oakland, yeah. With Eric Davis and Rob Dibble and those guys. But yeah. nonetheless, yeah. And Rob I Dibble. I couldn't Billy imagine. Billy Mel's now Rob Dibble. That's the first <laughs> Rob Dibble uh, fucking. He rap. ran hot. The 323 Dibble, episodes yeah. of this show. Rob Dibble made an appearance finally. <laughs> Rob Dibble. Randy well, Myers. Was, and Randy was, Myers. Randy Myers was. They were there. both big was, boys who threw hard. The nasty boys, weren't they? That I was their so. nickname. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. Rob Dibble and Randy Myers make an appearance in the 1420 podcast. Eric Davis was a stud. I, I love that guy. Yeah, he, him and Daryl Strawberry. Barry and Larkin, they, shortstop. Oh, he, yeah, they, yeah. They went, uh, uh, Eric Davis and Strawberry went to the Dodgers and then just went to Was shit. Chris Sable on that team? I believe so. Remember the glass? I believe so. Oh yeah, anyway. and then just a jarhead too, eh? Right? Yeah. He had a he oh, had a yeah. military haircut. Um, that's not important. But to to, I'm just saying I'm, I'm I've been lucky enough to have my teams win championships, and I understand certain fan bases have never had that chance. How do you fucking do it? How do you fucking do it? The Pittsburgh Pirates. I I, I kind of dig that franchise, but they haven't won since I was eight years old. Willie Stargell back in the day. We are family. Yeah. Dave Parker, the Cobra and those like stove they, like hats. The, like you, you just wonder, like, it's gotta be tough to, to go into a season with no hope. Like what, okay. What, what, which, which one's worse going into the season with no hope and just enjoying the games or going to a season with high hopes and it being just totally fucking shot, like whether it be baseball or, 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 or football where you go, Oh fuck. I think it might be then, generational, then you, right? Then you, then you still got like, because I I got forty games left, right? And then the season's over, and, and right. you, like you have seventeen coming up. So let let's say, like uh, let, let's call it at game eight would be the same with like right now in the season, right? With forty left, like when when the Broncos are are one and seven, do you go a oh, fuck? That's it. I did go, oh, fuck, because like, like I, I saw the things that had to change from game to game, and I, and I chalked it up to new quarterback, new coach. And then when I see things happening, that is clearly a coaching thing. Like, I don't think we've ever talked about it. Sean Payton calling out Nathaniel Hackett for being the shittiest coach in the history of the NFL. In the NFL. I was listening to something about that a couple of weeks back. I went out for a walk there. and I was, I, was, I was right on with that. Like, fuck that. I said that on Twitter. But you're, you can, you're just the co-host of a fucking fourth-rate podcast. You're not a fucking NFL coach. Yeah. I think that was a bit offside. Personally, I understand how some might find it under un, unprofessional, but you know, football is a big boy sport. Go fuck yourself, Nathaniel Hackett. Go suck off Aaron Rodgers. But what, what good is do. it? What what good does it do, Sean Payton, to say that though? Um, maybe NBC paid him to say that, so they're going to get good ratings because the Jets are in Denver on Week Five on Sunday Night Football. Well, what happens if the fucking Jets win by a lot? I don't care. I don't care. 
Like Nathaniel Hackett deserves to be called out. He deserved to be fired. He deserved to be fired in week five. <laughs> they didn't do it. Like it was, it was fucking terrible. Like him and urban Meyer, are the two worst coaches I've seen in the last 10 years. And, and I'm okay with that. Like, you know, let's get some rivalry. Let's get some fire in the game. Let's, let's get, let's give the team something to play for in week five, you know, because, you know, I didn't watch, I don't watch preseason football because it's meaningless. I, I, I did watch, um, uh, on, I, caught, I don't, and I won't. Yeah. Same, same. But the the reports aren't good for how Russell Wilson did in his first series, and and that's all the starter plays in most games. And I'm okay with it. I trust I trust Sean Payton a hell of a lot more than I trust uh, Nathaniel Hackett. And we're gonna find what happened. My expectations are high again, and you know those motherfuckers pull me in. Why can't they hire Mike Tomlin? I trust that fucker, even though I hate the Steelers. The, uh, the Steelers. It's going to be a interesting last month of season for me. Like it's a, I, I know it's over. They're not making the playoffs. They're not winning the World Series. I and I I, I don't expect. Like I'm not an, an idiot. I'm not a fucking moron by any means. Well, I am, but um, I don't expect a World Series every year out, out, out of my out of my team. But because that's just not realistic, right? Because winning's hard. But is is watching a watching a bad team. Is it easier to just enjoy the game? Because baseball and football are different, right? Ba- baseball, you can enjoy a good play. A pitcher can have a good night. The guy goes two for three. A, a baseball game, you can enjoy it if you're a baseball purist per se. Like a, to watch a baseball game is a lot different than a football game. So, because you guys have 17 weeks, go hard, blah, this guy's hitting that guy and everything else. Is it easier to be a fan of a of a mediocre baseball team than it is of a mediocre football team? Without a doubt. I believe so, yes, without a doubt. Um, I do while you were talking there. How would you like to be an Angels fan? That's got to be frustrating. Right. You got no, two of the, you got two of the not, best players not, in baseball history. And we're not selling a Tawny. We're going to make trades to win it and then go two and eight. And then now they're out of a playoff. Like they're not, now they're out. There ain't no chance. So next year's fucked too. Without Otani. Yeah. So next, so they know next year's fucked as well. They're actually worse because they traded uh, two of their top five prospects. The, I'd like to know, I hack on Trout all the time. And I didn't even know he wasn't playing because I read something today that he's still out. And, and nobody, like, what's with this fucking guy? Hey, stop it with the trout slag because I even I even showed you the stats. As, 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 up until the last three years. But he's not playing again. But he was like 160 games a year. He was he was totally. And and when we had the intern on, we we had him. And he goes, that's the best player of my generation. He was quick to like, he was a, he was a 20 year old. Yeah. I get it that uh, he hasn't returned her calls since then, <laughs> but he did give his, he did give us his opinion on that. Um, I would be more pissed if I was a Padre fan. Oh, finally, finally. We got, we got everything. All stars up and down the lineup. Yeah. You know, you know, Matt fans, Matt fans. And they're nine out again. And and 
with no real they're not going to do it. And like, how does San Fran do it? San Fran has a thing about them, right? Where they can be good and shitty, good and shitty. But they, but they, like, we're going to show you, we're looking the jar. The fact that San they're Fran is three out, like, uh, they're not, well, they're not going to catch the Dodgers, but they have a, they're a wild card team and they'll, they'll be, they'll be there. The Giants. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Not yeah. That's what I'm no, talking about. Not. Yeah. The Padres are fucked and they're spending Yankee money for fuck's sake. <laughs> they're they're, they're 290. Yeah, <laughs> but that, that's 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 the Steve Cohen way, right? Like, let's just throw some money on it and fix our problems. It works. Not, ah, fuck, we're talking extra. But you can't change the culture, whereas the Yankees have lost the culture. They've lost the culture. Mets don't have a culture. The Padres don't have a culture. The Giants have a culture. Yeah. And as Green do the Dodgers, too. right? And, and yeah, and as does the uh, the Braves, they have a culture, right? So when you're willing to spend money and have culture, then you have a chance. You always have a chance. In football, I would say it it's the the Steelers. Yeah, I would say it used to be the Pats. Now it's the, I the I personally Chiefs. think, and I'm not kissing Jim's ass here at all, but I think the 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 Pittsburgh Steelers have probably the best culture in in, in the National Football League. You're not wrong, and I hate that fucking. They've only team. had four coaches in their history, whatever it's been, and they they just and, and this yep. is how we do it. This uh, is how we I do it. I don't want to say the Steeler way because everybody uses the Packer way, the this way, the blah blah blah. But the 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 way they do it, and they win every few years. They find a way to win one, and they're they're consistent every year. Like they're not, they never hit the bottom oh, of the barrel. Oh. And I think that's important for a fan base to, to never have to go right down to the bottom and fucking now what? See, and that's why I, that's I, I hate rebuilds. I like regroups. I, I hate I hate rebuilds. And that's my fear with what's going on with the Broncos, right? Because they've been in seven Super Bowls. That's a fuck ton. They've been in seven Super Bowls. They've only won three, so they have a losing record in football. Sorry, in, in the Super Bowl, and I'm willing to admit that. I, I have to admit that because it's true. But the culture of winning is kind of gone. Um, and I'm worried about them going to Washington Redskins. The Washington Redskins used to have massive tradition. And and now maybe that they uh, they got rid of their asshat uh, owner, they can do. Because even though I, I don't like the NFC East is the, the, the conference I cheer against the most because every team in that fucking division beat the shit out of the Broncos in the Super Bowl when, in the 80s. They've lost. The, the Redskins have lost their tradition. Yeah, it's the gone. Yeah. yeah, the Giants are clinging to tradition. The Eagles never they really have, they, have They have recent-ish Super Bowls, right? Right. And, and Dallas, like Jerry Jones will tell you they have tradition, but you know, you haven't done fuck all in hey, 25 no, years. I... Yeah. That's a long time. So you, you're, you're losing your tradition. And then, and that's what, that's what my concern is right now about being a Broncos fan is us losing the tradition of expecting to be good and competitive every year. Cause we haven't been good and competitive since Peyton left, and that kind of pisses me off. 
it's hard. Like being a sports fan is tough. Like, oh, I, don't know, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I don't know how Kaylee is with with you, but like when the Yankees lose, Deanne always says, "Well, I'm sorry. This is not your fault." Like, fuck. What are you sorry about? Like, it's it's fucking. It's hard. Like, it, it is hard. I, I, I don't want to say I hate it, but you fucking you just hate it. And you, 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 you do it again next year. I don't know how do many times during a game on, on everything, you know, and that's the lucky thing for me, not being a baseball fan. They only have to put out with my antics one time a week. Whereas, uh, oh, fuck. I'm every night of the fucking summer. <laughs> whereas whereas uh, you, you baseball dorks are six or seven, right? So yeah. Every day. It is. In the it's box scores. Of fucking games, fucking right? listen to this podcast and this thing on this. And you fucking, yeah. I, oh, it drives a guy nuts. My it family drives a guy only, nuts. My family only has to listen to me say Jesus fucking Christ 17 times. times. Well, in one day. Yeah. Oh, but I do not- nine innings a night, 162 <laughs> fucking times a year. <laughs> fuck me. What the fuck? They just learn this it fucking is. game. Oh, it's something else. Anyways, Catch they- that fucking ball. Yeah. Uh, let's do a, uh, you have a would you rather than we'll get, 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 uh, get out of here. Okay. I do have a would you rather for you, especially crafted for this hot night in August. Um, so let's pretend it's a Saturday night, you and I, and bring the brides and let's go bowling. Let's go bowling. Why not? Bowling. I love bowling. It's a good 10 pin three bowling to, night. Three times. I'm not playing more than three games, but anyways. Oh, no. But okay. So let's say game two. Okay. You catch fire. You bowl. And like, so like, um, there's obviously the, the hangers on and stuff. And like, so there's maybe what, 40 <laughs> to, to 70 people in the thing. You bowl a perfect game with 70 people watching your last frame. Would you rather bowl that perfect game on a Saturday night with the wives, or would you rather hit a hole in one with zero witnesses? I don't want to have my, the highlight of my sporting career to be a fucking bowling game. Uh, well, here it is, Dave. Um, but you like the applause. I like applause. I do. I do. I, I think. I think. I think everybody does. I think everybody does it in their right mind. That's why people do do this stuff and everything else, right? Uh, hitting a hole in one with nobody watching, you will always have people, no matter how legitimate or not legitimate it is. No matter what, you will always have people like like doubters. Doubters like Moose Hildebrand, good friend of ours, friend of the show. He would see, he would guarantee he'd be talking to the fucking other guys saying, There's no way Red Lindsay got a hole in one on number four in Formal Club by himself. Of course he did. No one was fucking there. I played that hole with him a hundred fucking times. He's never, he's never even come close to a hole in one there. So, and then when you're at a bowling match or a bowling game or whatever it is uh, on a Saturday night, and because you're a social guy, this I, I could actually see it. Like you go get another jug of beer at the fucking bar. Like say if we were at Hudson, uh, not Hudson's at uh, Brew House, they got bowling alley downstairs. Yeah, that, yeah. Or if we're on on, on the north side at uh, wherever, whatever it's called. Pick, pick your lane. You yeah. you would go get another jug of beer and you say, "Look, this motherfucker's he's got eight strikes in a row." My, know, my, like, my buddy's these, in the eight. Look yeah. at this; he's in the eight or whatever it is. You got to watch this. I as dorky as, as as it sounds, I would way rather get that uh, 
because you'd be a hero for for that night. Like that night for sure, sitting around high, like it'd be high five, and not just high fives with our like our brides, but everybody, everybody would be having a really good time watching. Maybe playing, you'd be you'd be getting back slaps all fucking night. No, but I think it would be no, I think it would be like this is fucking ridiculous, but I think it would be like the uh, like a perfect game in in baseball where no one's talking to the guy. Whereas I'm a talkative guy, I'm a podcast, right? But like, with like, but no one's kind of like the the externals aren't coming over to you. Yeah, fuck, you got this, man, you got this. But a bowling alley is different, fucking different thing. Uh, that would be a no. I'd rather have the the uh, the per, the perfect game in bowling on a Saturday night because I think that'd be a lot of fun. I really do. Because uh, a hole in one, who you, you know, high five in the fucking clouds by yourself. <laughs> Yeah, by yourself, like you know, that's uh, it, it, it. It would be such a, a crime against. And you'd look around, you'd be like, "All right, well, that was yeah." It, it would be just, it would be, it would it'd be a, a cruel trick of nature to get a hole in one golfing. So, by so yourself what do you do? Do you fucking no bring, you bring your phone out while you're walking up, and you uh, and you? Uh, it's, it's, what it's do you hole. do? Like, and then like, do you tell anybody? Like, you're gonna tell people, and then on that, like, do you bring it into the into the clubhouse and, and buy, buy a round for the around. clubhouse. No. Yeah, no one saw it. People like no, you didn't. They'd be like, no, you didn't. I, 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 it would. It would be one of the most cruelest tricks of nature. That would be to, awful. It would be to, awful a, to get a hole in one by yourself. To get a hole in one with no witnesses, nobody. Like, at least have a fucking guy raking the the one of the grounds crew raking. So like, just a witness. It doesn't have to be a buddy or anything. And then who do you tell? Like, who do you tell? You would tell Deanne. She'd be like, cool. And that'd be it. And then there's, where's the, where's the joy? It's personal satisfaction, but there's no actual. No, like we, we do like everything you do. Fucking you, you want a pat in the back, man. Every, everything you do in this world, you want a pat in the back. Celebrational joy. Yeah, you want cool and the gang play in the background every time that fucking comes on, man. Because, because then the thing is, like, the thing is, is that like I've never had a hole in one. Like people, hey, right on, and then like three days later, the club, the, the golf course, hey, you got a hole in one. I heard it. some people talk about it, right? Right. And if you if you did this perfect game in bowling, you might be walking down Park Place Mall in Lethbridge, and the fucking somebody with that, that saw you there that day. He goes, "Hey, you're yeah. that guy, yeah." Fuck hey, it. so that's the guy that pulled the that's perfect the guy, game. the perfect fucking that's game. Oh, fuck, we got hammered that night or whatever, right? Like, you, and it's not, and it's not like you know, like in, it's, in, it's, 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 it's it's dorky, but it's fun. It would be totally fun, especially in frame ten when you got to bang him down three in a row, and people oh. are now watching for sure. They're watching. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, your butthole's a little tighter now. Oh man, I don't, yeah. No, that'd be a lot. That would be a lot of fun, actually. I think it would be a blast. I would, you know, as as life accomplishments, I would rather hit a hole in one than bowl a perfect game. Oh yeah, but on the social aspect of it, you gotta have a witness. Gotta have a witness. You gotta have a witness. Because even fuck. You know what, Dave? I'm such a glory hound. I would because <laughs> at most, at most, if you get a hole in one, there's going to be three other people at most 
watching you do that, right? Because it's a par four, so right. so so they or par three source, so they they've already cleared. So the, maybe someone in the so tee maybe box on, on the tee box ahead of you might yeah. see it, and maybe the green behind playing, you might see it. And you're playing. Well, so at right. most, yeah. you would have eight, eleven, twelve people total, including yourself. Whereas and that's a, a lot. And that's a lot. And, that, and right. that's at most. I've been a witness to a hole in one, but it was just two. But I was the witness. But go ahead. Whereas in the perfect game in bowling, there could be fucking 70, 80 people there watching that. Oh, you bet. There's going to be and, at and least be, 100 be, people. And you'd be broadcasting it, the fucking getting jugs of beer and watch this, watch this. Oh, yeah. Dart hanging out of your yap in the bowling alley. 100%. I'd way rather have a fucking a perfect game in bowling. Because I don't, I don't know anybody who's had one of those. Nobody. I watched. I witnessed one. I in witnessed. A, yeah, I witnessed a perfect game in bowling. Yes, um, we were there just jackasses, and the guy was actually doing it in league at top ten, which is now that grocery store on yeah, yeah. Fifth Avenue. There, yeah, I saw this dude do it, and we were there for whatever reason, just fucking around. Um, and, uh, fuck around there all the time. beer was cheap. A beer was cheap jugs and stuff. And, and, and it was good. Dollars and and then like, yeah. And then I, then I noticed on uh, lane seven and, and same, same when he, when he, uh, when he was on his 10th frame, there was no balls rolling. Everybody was watching. Him. Oh yeah. No, I'd rather, Every, I, everybody I, was, I watching. would rather have a perfect game of bowling. Would you okay? So let's switch it up a I little don't. bit now. Then, uh, so but like for one witness for your hole in one, would you still take the bowling? Yeah. Oh really? I take the witness on the hole in one before the perfect the perfect bowling game. There's been lots of holes in one, not many not many uh, perfect games in bowling. I bet you there's been more perfect games in bowling than holes in ones. No. No uh, way. way. Oh, I think so for sure. No way. You, oh, yeah. You can, like a dog, like that. I think bowling a perfect game is squirrel fighting and not way more than hitting a hole in one. I think Luke has three hole in ones. He don't have three perfect games fucking bowling. Luke's hit three hole in, holes in one. I know one? he has two. I've witnessed, I've, I've personally witnessed both. And I don't golf a lot, and I don't bowl a lot. What's what is bowling a lot? Like how many how many games is too many? Twice a year. Um, well, you know, go out bowling, and then so like you're, you're like you say like two or three frames. Three, right? that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's three times a year, and I and I golf maybe three five times a year. I don't I don't I don't golf or bowl a lot. I would, I would rather, I'd rather someone witness my hole in one than, um, than. Well, the thing is, is that here it is, Dave. The thing is, you, <laughs> like, when, like when you get to our age, and you go golfing. It's with close friends. You're not golfing with some schmo, or whatever. Correct, right? You know, maybe like, a, a so you're out so with buddies and everything else. And that so, kind of shit. Yeah. so the guys that you're with are going to appreciate it more. Or just as much as you did, right? Yeah, a hole in one. Like if we're if we're uh, if we go up bowling and I, I, I and you or I bowled a three hundred, they'd be like, "All right, and that'd be it." Like yeah. that'd be it. The people, I think, the people around you 
like other than the person who got the 300 and the people around you would be like, fuck, yay! And, so and you're then, doing it for the fans, right? Because the fan, I'm, giving, I'm all about the people, Dave. Because all, you're because you're giving this 75 to 100 people a story to take home. Story to take home. Be- because, yeah, you're not bowling league at 5 in the afternoon. No. Uh, 5 in the evening on a Thursday. You're bowling on a... On a Saturday night, Saturday night or Saturday, yeah, something where the lanes are packed, and then when you when you crack that last strike, I'm 15 beer deep or whatever it is, and whatever, yeah, it erupts. The place, the place, go crazy. They'll be fucking raising the roof, (laughs) raising the roof, fucking (laughs) cool the gang playing in the background. They got a little jukebox ready to go. Yeah, let's celebrate good times. (laughs) I dig it. I totally dig it. It's it's. I don't know. It's, it, I think this is a fun one to think about. That was them. funny. Would you rather have a hole in one or bowl a three hundred game in bowling? I, I don't know. I think it's a four hundred game, isn't it? No, three. Oh, okay, but nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. and then like, you hit that hole in one. There ain't no fucking way. I'm telling the clubhouse. I'm not buying a round. Not fucking price. Some of these fucking places, man. Jesus. Christ. Well, then Jesus Christ, and then like you like you don't get authenticated, right? Just because you bought a round, right? The, oh, here's uh, this. This me fucking and, asshole. Me and Craig used to play, like you know, when I lived in Vernon, we played at Predator Ridge once a year, uh, one of the nicest golf courses in, in the country. And we would play for the second most expensive scotch on the, I'm not a scotch guy, but we played for the most sec, second most expensive scotch in the menu because the most expensive was like 120 bucks a fucking ounce. Eh? Like, no, I'm not doing that. And the second most was like 12. <laughs> okay, no, look at that one. <laughs> yeah. Scotch is diesel fuel to me, but that's that, that's just me. But whatever. Yeah, and then, and then why, right? Like, is it why is yeah. there? It's not tasty. Yeah. What's what, what are the benefits of that? Yeah. He anyways. Cheats. He cheats it all. Ah, he knows how to foot wedge one or two. <laughs> no, he doesn't even mask it. Ah, that's good. All right, so he's agree to it. Yeah, and never any supply of golf balls in his pocket. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar. Dave, well, what do you got going on the rest of the week? What, so we're doing this again Thursday. Are you ready? Thursday? Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to be. Where are you going to Montana? To, I'm going on Thursday, Friday. We're going down to Montana. Um, we'll do one from Montana. Maybe our third anniversary show. I will find some Wi-Fi and find a a watering hole. Um, we'll talk before then. I don't know if we want to do our three-year in review on Thursday or next week. Yeah, I got to Ah, fuck. Yeah. I've been putting it off and all of a sudden it's here, right? It's like, it's like like an actual anniversary. Oh, fuck. It's here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like it's, it's here. Well, but nonetheless, like I, I will have turn back time. Like that fucking bitch share said, whatever. Oh, I don't think she's a bitch. I think she had, you like that song. I never liked that song. I, I, it's a toe tapper, right? And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I, I prefer her singing career to her acting career. Mask was a good movie. Like, I remember. It was Rocky Dennis? <laughs> uh, yeah. I was a kid going to that show and we started laughing. We made it, we started making uh-huh. jokes and stuff. And we were, we were politely asked to leave as 17 year olds to, to go. I was on a date with that, with a, it was a double date. Like, this is fucking awful. That was a good movie. I, I I watched it as an adult, and it was it was a decent movie. Yeah, yes, it was. 
but it wasn't what I was expecting. And like, well, like, why don't they just fucking do this? Why don't they fucking do this? And because, uh, I, 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 yeah, well, I'm not going to say it on, 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 because I was a pretty funny kid back then too. And, oh, and yeah. I, I was, I'm not going to say the lines that I said, because I remember what I said to get me kicked off and kicked off, kicked I out of the movie. Only imagine something back in the uh, late eighties, <laughs> early nineties. That, that it must have been, it couldn't have been good. Anyways. I think it was 86, but nonetheless, go. Anyways, the, uh, the 1420 sports bar podcast for beer sports, talking a whole lot more. Uh, take care of each other. More, more importantly, take care of yourself. See you around. Can we stick on the ice? What else, David? I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches. Thank you for your service, Jim. See you on the third year anniversary. There you go. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you on Thursday night. Fucking Rocky Dennis. I hope you didn't say something so derogatory. I wasn't derogatory, but I'll tell you when we're off here. I'm uncomfortable sharing it on there. Really All right. Have a good night, folks. <laughs>